I'm Marian Kolbasek McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Sudhakar Gumadi, VP of IT and CISO at Molina Healthcare. Sudhakar is speaking to me remotely from the annual High Trust 2015 conference in Dallas, Fort Worth. He'll be discussing security and privacy challenges, including those involving privilege access management in a healthcare setting. Hi, Sudhakar. To get started, first, give me a sense of the biggest privacy and security challenges that Molina Healthcare is facing these days and, and why. Security challenges, it's not Molina, but I think um, every company is facing challenges because the l- landscape has been changed. The emerging threats have been like dynamic. And um, so it's for every industry, not only healthcare, but the financial industry. So the, the program has to be like, uh, we need to have a defense in depth, multiple layers. A lot of challenges, right? Like especially it's not like before, a few years back, just putting a firewall uh, and having an antivirus, it kind of protective infrastructure, but with more sophisticated and uh, like advanced persistent threats, it's a big challenge. So having a good uh, defense in depth security program to kind of mitigate these threats, I think it's, it's, it's very critical. So, Sudhakar, when it comes to privilege access management, what are you doing there at Molina, and what are the challenges, and, and how are you attempting to improve your ID and access management within your organization? Yeah, so coming to the privilege access management, uh, just to give you a background, basically privilege access management is need to provide elevated access. It's a need for the IT personnel who has expertise in different areas, like in system administrative access, domain admin access, database access, right? So it's, just, it's pretty much, I would say, like a keys to the kingdom, right? So they have, they hold all the privileges to do their job, uh, building the infrastructure or uh, building database instances. So they need that kind of privileged access. So if you look at uh, the past big breaches happened, in various companies in the last few months, pretty much 100% of them are related to privileged access. I know we talk about encryption and a lot of other things. Yes, those are good layers to have a part of the defense in depth strategy, but the privileged access is critical. So what I mean is critical in the sense to have some controls for the privileged access management. When I say controls, you don't need 24 by 7 carrying those administrative or, or elevated access because when you need it, you can check in, check out, and do the work, whatever it's needed. Then you use a regular account so so that especially with the emerging threats on the endpoint, right? In the endpoint, a lot of times, there is developers and uh, various other folks who really need administrative access for that desktop or laptop. It's okay to have it because they need to do, perform some particular job as part of their uh, role and responsibility. But at the same time, same time as I said, do we need 7 by 24, 365, day, 365 days? You don't need it because this is the control we want to put in, in place in a company so that when there is a need, 
they can use it and they can again give back those access back to the to the system, the privileged access management system. So that really helps to kind of uh, mitigate the risk because due to the various malware or any breaches on the endpoint to get into the uh, network is a very critical thing. And the second thing is like a database administrator or an active directory domain administrators having full access. It's, it was okay a few years back. Now I think due, due to the whole threat landscape has been changed, so we need to have that control uh, in place not only at the endpoint, on the servers, on the on any infrastructure you're talking about. If you're having to configure a firewall, a router, or switch, or a perimeter-level device, anything, right? So you need to have that access to be controlled because what happens is the hackers look for the elevated access or the privileged access because once they have the basically like a keys to the kingdom, they can do whatever they want. They can kind of infiltrate data and they can do anything because that particular credentials have full access, right? So that's a huge risk we have. When that particular privileged access account gets compromised, it doesn't matter if the data is encrypted. That account, that login credentials, which has a valid uh, username, password, uh, will be able to see the data. So this privileged access needs to be controlled in your environment, and they should be have checks and balances, and only be given on a need-to-know basis. So having that good control in place, I think uh, it won't eliminate risk, but it will minimize the risk. So are there any particular technologies that are key for privilege access management or any particular best practices that organizations should use to get a better handle on this? There are tools out in the market, various companies. There, uh, You can leverage the tool from the market, There's like a Lieberman software and CyberArk. There are pretty good tools in the market. So basically, you can leverage the tool and I think it's more kind of a culture shift, right? Like an IT administrator or an IT network engineer, they might say, you know what, I've been doing this for 20 years and I have been the system administrator. Why do you need to check in and check out and why should I request somebody an access to do my job? But the thing is I tell that 10 years or 20 years back, the security landscape was different, and now things have been changed. So we need to have that kind of control in, in place and get the tool in there and making sure the IT personnel understands the infrastructure or network team or database team, everybody, and they, they do understand about what's happening, in the, the cybersecurity breaches and everything. So they get it, and also at the same time, the business also, we need to reach at the business owners too, like because there is a call service account. Service accounts is also some of the service accounts, like a generic accounts, right? They they are provided to do a particular specific job. In some instances, that particular service generic account needs a little bit elevated access. That's okay to have, but the thing is, we need to have controls, basically. Where is that account being used? and what is it doing, and also we need to have the password changes intervals depending upon the criticality of the business application and also the data which is that particular credentials is accessing. 
So you need to keep in mind those accounts to have the changes and also have a complex password. This tool, the privileged access management tool, will help you have manage the elevated access. You can even check out for two hours, get your done, and you can even have a trail in there saying that who checked in, who checked out, and you can even have immediately change the password. You can have multiple characters and whatever whatever combination you can do that. And and also at the same time, you can encrypt like a wall, right, in, so that in the event of somebody trying to access that strictly encryption with the tighter keys so that there's no hacker getting in to get uh, to the uh, keys to the kingdom. So that tool really has the control of the folks who are holding this domain admin or the database administrative access. So I think bringing this privileged access management technology or the tool in, in your environment, I would say that it's just going to be part of the defense in depth. It's just a one layer so that how you mitigate the risk, how do you make it a little bit tighter for a hacker or somebody to get into your system. So this is one of the top controls to, to kind of think and implement in any company in an IT environment. So now, based on the hacker attacks that took place earlier this year on Anthem and Primera Blue Cross, it appears that the health sector is indeed becoming a bigger target for cyber criminals and hackers. Now, we talked a little bit about defense in depth, and you talked a little bit about the privilege access management. Are there any other things that you are doing there at your organization that will help bolster information security in the wake of these other attacks so that you don't become the next victim? If you look at the whole security program, it's not just the defense in depth. I say that the critical things are people process technology, especially I think the people, right, uh, the folks who are in the front line, even doing the having a visibility for the various logs and kind of looking at is some, something unauthorized or suspicious activities happening and um, kind of you're putting... Uh, devices in every layer, right, at the entrance of the door, uh, the main door of your house, that that system is called like a intrusion detection system or in, a intrusion prevention system at the network level. And you, you need to build a program with great tools at all the layers. But the thing is, when I talk about people, you need to have good expertise and good knowledge in security to understand and also kind of interpret the logs and kind of look at it and being proactive and making sure when you are putting all the tools in different layers, either it's an app layer or a network layer or database layer or middleware, they all tools need to talk together. So it makes kind of correlating all the alerts and parsing and making sure if one device is saying something and all the second all devices um, control is also saying the same thing, there is something going on. So you proactively kind of prevent it or detect and, and stop it. And the other important thing uh, I want to mention is like I know we always do in a prevent, preventive mode. Prevention is like putting a firewall, some rules there. But I think detective is very critical now. So when I say detective, basically you have like your full-time employees, contractors, and consultants. It's okay to come and work in the environment, but we just want to make sure 
we want to have some detective methods like data loss prevention or something when you leave our environment we want to make sure what you what you're carrying with you just to make sure you're not taking some proprietary or sensitive information from our infrastructure so that's the critical thing to have like a more on the detective side from the technology perspective and also to uh, to earlier point on the people right then the biggest thing is we always hear talk about the in uh, in security the human element is the weakest link in uh, in security so when i say weakest link is the end users right now the the attackers are more looking at the end point when i say end point on a desktop or or a laptop which are connected to the internet so like sending from phishing emails or sending some attachments it's a it's a people right at the end of the day they need to be have good awareness and looking at it before i click something is it is it true this attachment is came from the right person i know it's a, it's a human the tendency like out of curiosity they click the link and a malware inst- get installed a keylogger installed so that's one of the key thing like uh, it just security is not just an a group of it folks or it security folks it's 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 responsibility for every individual in the company so that that makes the program very robust and strong uh, because no matter you spend millions of dollars putting a good great security infrastructure but at the end of the day if the users or people in the company make uh, this kind of mistakes unknowingly it is going to cause it can propagate malware can propagate from one like a lateral move to one uh, endpoint to other endpoint and it even can go to the server and it can it can go exponentially so it's kind of a, a people are very critical and also the process right the process should be there in the event of there is some breach in progress or something is happening so the the cert like when i say the computer incident response team or security operations team they need to be very proactive and kind of look at it and uh, block it or something in, in some instances there will be a business interruption uh, so we need to educate the business and kind of explain them why it happened because the availability is critical especially in the healthcare being paperless everything is digital uh, that's the key especially in our company our mission from our ceo uh, dr mario or my our cfo from john molino they always say we we are here to provide quality care for our uh, members the patients we do government sponsored programs so uh, that's very critical we wanted to enable we wanted to provide the service but at the same time we have the responsibility to, to protect patient um, protected health information so we need to have good process in place and and also to support it Uh, the technology so if you have people process and technology i think uh, you can build a good a robust uh, security program thanks sudakar i've been speaking to sudakar gumadi i'm mary and kobasak mcgee of information security media group thanks for listening